0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape podcast, well, um, we're going to talk movies, video games, comic books, TV, all of the pop culture talk you, you, you can fit in a uh, hour-long podcast. Maybe we'll go an hour. Maybe we won't go an hour um this is a geekscape special we're gonna be talking exclusively about the black adam film uh starring dwayne johnson that came out in theaters last week and uh, we got a lot to say about it ian and i um went to see it last night upon returning from the film festival uh it's been a busy month i started it in texas then i came back and i prepped the wedding and then i shot up to san francisco to uh direct something shot right back from a rehearsal dinner got married and then almost immediately went to santa fe for the santa fe film festival which was a lot of fun maybe i'll talk about it in a future episode so subscribe um it was a blast uh and i came home and i have this package geeks Gabist um from our good friends at hunt a killer i don't know if you know about this hunt a killer game but it's like a subscription box but it's a mystery game our good friend keith trailins who used to run la comic-con works for hunt a killer now and as like a wedding gift, he sent me this big ass box. If you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, check out this box. Um, the Cosmic Adventures of Supernova. This box is big and it's heavy. It's like an official fan club box, but it's actually not like a fan club box full of items. It is part of a Hunt a Killer game. Um, and I think if you go to uh if you go, go to hunterkiller.com, um, you can sign up to be get one of these these boxes. And what it is, it's a, a game night thing where you get together with your friends. And you solve a murder mystery. So they've got all sorts of themed murder mysteries that you can solve. It I think it takes about a night. Uh, you get together with some of your friends, sit around, and the box is actually full of clues about the murder. And you got to do some stuff online, but for the most part, all of the clues about the murder and to catch the killer are in this box. So once I open it, uh, I'm gonna get together with some friends for like a game night. Maybe it'll be Ian Kerner and his wife Stephanie, and we'll Played this over the course of a few hours and in Hunt a Killer. Look at how cool is that. Thank you so much, Keith, and the folks at huntakiller.com for this very heavy, very cool um retro comic book uh game where we're gonna we're gonna solve a murder mystery and it's gonna be superhero themed. So that that's fun. I'm looking forward to this, dude. Thank you so much. Uh and if y'all are interested in any of that stuff, go to huntakiller.com and check out their whole array of um party. It's like you know, it's like a murder mystery, uh, dinner theater, whatever it is. You know, get together with your friends and solve a, a mystery, solve a murder. That was a pleasant thing to come back to. And I had a blast in Santa Fe. Um So many highlights, um, including meeting filmmakers. Some of them you're going to see in the coming months here on Geekscape as their films get distribution. And and you can see them maybe on Netflix or VOD. Uh, I saw some really, really awesome stuff. So subscribe to the podcast if you haven't and share it with your friends if you haven't done that either. Uh, A little share button if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit that little bell button. Is it a star? Is it a bell? Um, And you can uh, kind of uh, be notified, I guess, when we go live. And there's a ton of stuff coming up on Geekscape As far as the YouTube channel, for sure, because we've got a uh, benefit for Big Brothers Big Sisters again uh, during the holidays this year. That'll be the second weekend of December. We have a ton of Los Angeles Comic-Con content coming down the pipe for y'all the first weekend of December. uh, We submitted a ton of panels and LA Comic-Con was like, bring on the panels. We love the Geekscape hosts. We love the Geekscape podcast uh, network. And and so we're going to have a lot of we're going to have quite the presence there. And then um, what else? What else? I think Matt Kelly is going live on the YouTube this Friday. Um, That would be the 28th of October to kind of do something. I don't know what he's doing, but he's having a lot of us on there throughout the day to uh, just kind of live stream with him and hang out. So please be sharing and hanging out with the Geekscape uh, staff uh, and checking in with us regularly on all the social stuff. Okay, let's get to it. This is the Black Adam special. This is a movie that I think Ian and I were both quizzical about uh, as it was uh, announced and then as it was developed and undeveloped and as Warner Brothers went through various iterations of what they were doing with the DC Entertainment Universe and uh, well, we ended up with what we got. Um, As Joey Kochik says as he's watching on YouTube, he says, oh man, this movie almost good. Uh, Whether or not we agree with Joey, well, I guess you're just going to have to find out. So let's roll those credits and let's get right to it. geeks let's get right to it we've got this movie with dwayne the rock johnson black adam uh maybe you're familiar with the character from the dc comics maybe you're not uh but he kind of bounced a little bit uh in the films uh, as far as development goes before he ended up with this film uh we didn't really know how he was going to be introduced but maybe ian Hart here who is our specialist in all things comic book and film can uh shed a little bit of light on it because uh I don't know, Ian. Ian, would you say that uh, the Black Adam film had kind of like a mm, circuitous like, way to the screen? Like, we didn't know how they were going to introduce this character or, yeah, or should in this Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, it was originally supposed to be in Shazam, which would have made sense, uh, which we'll get into. Um, and and so I hear different things about that. I mean, supposedly, you know, this is a character that Dwayne Johnson always wanted to play. Um, He didn't want it to be in Shazam. You know, he wanted it to, you know, get its own... I mean, look, I guess something worth talking about is The Rock is really promoting this strongly. He's been promoting it for a while and pushing about, you know, how the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change, that Black Adam is going to become this big, important character. And it's an interesting thing. Black Adam was definitively, for many, many decades, a villain. Specifically... A Captain Marvel villain. To be clear, Captain Marvel is what Shazam was. Has was really what was always the identity, you know, uh, in the comics. But there was a confusion for so long, particularly because the TV series was often called Shazam when Shazam was actually the name of the wizard that Billy Batson got his powers from. So they renamed him Captain Marvel. But Black Adam was essentially the a version of. Captain Marvel from you know 5,000 years before. Someone else that had been given the powers. Um, and he was bad. So in, in recent decades, they've sort of made him an anti-hero, misunderstood. He's worked with the JSA. He's worked with the JLA very recently. So the idea of what, what they're doing in this movie does have precedent. But it's really interesting that they just completely and totally I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but they actually have been saying Shazam. They have the wizard, but they actually never once refer to Billy Batson's character Shazam, who is
1: established in the DC Entertainment yes. universe. Like this who takes place the in the same about universe. To come out,
0: who the original idea was that Adam should be introduced there, and Johnson didn't want that, so they made their own movie. But I mean, it's it's like blatant how he's not even referenced. It doesn't there's even
1: make an, any sense. There's an entire origin sequence in this movie where, you know, you see ancient Kandak, which is like an Egypt or something in this world. Yeah, and uh, and uh, to me, there's parallels that you're going to see in the upcoming uh, Wakanda Forever with with Namor. Because he is also the anti-hero, sometimes a villain, sometimes a hero Um like, uh, champion of a nation, right? And it's Atlantis for Namor, and here it's Kondok for Black Adam. And, and, you know, it's basically like, hey, we're our own nation. You don't mess with us. We won't mess with you. And, you know, that doesn't always fly. Uh, he's a superpowered powered uh, person. And um, so he runs afoul of people like the Justice League, the JSA, and and people like that, especially Suzanne. Watching the origin where you see this slave 5,000 years ago in Kandak when they're trying to mine this uh, infinitesmium or whatever the heck the mineral is, Eternium. it doesn't really matter. It's Eternium. No, well, we'll, 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 uh, well we they mention that. the wizard. You see the wizards. You see yeah. the wizard from Shazam, and they well, talk about Shazam being the power that'll turn him into a superhero mm-hmm. or back into a normal mortal. and. You're just waiting for more to say.
0: It's it's all over you that are, origin. But, but, but you, you touched upon something, and that's and and let's say I think you and I both have the same feeling about this movie. It's kind of confusing. There's so much wrong with it, but I really enjoyed it.
1: Um, I enjoyed it, and yeah. I enjoyed it because it's fun to see Doctor Fate, and I, I love Doctor Fate. It's fun to see Fate's the JSA. Great. Yeah, and, it, and all that. And great. that being said, Dwayne Johnson is the guy to play Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I thought. You know, He maybe could have used a little bit more of an accent or maybe pushed his acting in a different place. I mean, he's very Dwayne Johnson in this movie, but he's the guy to play Black Adam. He's, yeah. he's fantastic for it. Uh, the material itself, yeah, maybe we could have launched this in a Shazam movie and it would have been held a little bit more aloft than it is here because honestly, it is kind of lumpy, man. You uh, can, you can heard, see the drafts in this.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, he was originally like for, for one villain in the first Shazam, but then at one point it was supposed to be, you know, a cameo at the end. And that would have worked for me. Yes. You know, just a cameo at the end and then do this movie. And I still, you know, would have been titillating, whatever else. But again, I've heard that Johnson really didn't like that first Shazam movie. Mm. You know, know, the the kiddingness of it and all that. But it's a great movie. Um, Supposedly, I don't know. Supposedly, he does have a cameo in the second.
1: Which is great because it's Fury yeah. of the Gods. And in this movie, demons and gods are involved. And yeah. I think that for the most part, some of that stuff was good. I enjoyed the uh origin story for the most part. It's a little long. And again, I'll say it again. You can see the drafts in this film. There are yeah. I mean it feels like a sequence of vignettes. I feel like there's a fourth act on the film after I thought that the film was kind of reaching its crescendo. There was an oh, entire it, part it, it, after it.
0: There absolutely was, but it was really interesting, right? The movie feels. Well, there's over. multiple what, heroes. What, 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 yeah. Well, the movie feels. And then there's over multiple they villains, up, right? Yeah,
1: and uh, and if and you then, also and then there's a the whole ass part of, it, of the
0: movie that's like, okay, wait, but there's still this to do. Ian, it's, if, it's, you it's, like like if you didn't like the kiddiness,
1: if you didn't like the kiddiness of Shazam, like there's a skateboard kid in this man, yeah. and like a skateboard kid who like skates past people with guns well, shooting at him, and even uses the skateboard to like slide down well, a clothesline. Well, wait a
0: second, let's really talk about this. About okay, how derivative this movie is. I mean. Because all those sequences are right out of Terminator 2.
1: Yes. You're not supposed to kill people. You're not supposed to be a bad guy. Right. And
0: Have a catchphrase, you know, be funny. It's you know, a like lot it, of T2. Terminator 2. Um, going back to early in the movie, Eternium. So in the comics, Eternium is something they introduced in, in the Legion comics when they were looking to bring back the concept of, you know, a wizard-empowered being Thunder in the future. And Eternium was at the Rock of Eternity, which is where Billy goes in Shazam, um, was destroyed, and Eternium are pieces of the rock. Never has it been that it's the actual, like, power source per se. Um, so, again, that's where that comes from. But what got really interesting for me was, okay, they're using... for. I mean, it screamed to me, like, oh, hey, we have this this element Eternium, and it's only found in Kandak. I mean... It's freaking vibranium in Marvel.
1: That's vibranium, yeah.
0: That's a in Wakanda. Kind of, it was like seriously, yeah. they're really doing that.
1: And yeah. then
0: Intergang. So Intergang is an interesting thing in DC because Intergang are these bad guys who get their advanced weaponry from Apocalypse.
1: Okay. Now Geekscape is to explain real quick. The inner gang now in our present day is running condock. and they're basically just bad guys with guns who are military and they're, they're owning the place and you got to go through checkpoints, et cetera, et cetera. Enter skateboard kid. Um, So when the rock, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> when black Adam is summoned in this film, which we'll get to inner gang is running conduct and they are, they are in need of a hero and black Adam steps in, but uh they kind of work here as that kind of overseeing military force in the Middle East that you want to well, see get overthrown. Well, this they're just not just that it.
0: in the DC universe. Well, well, it's just it. So, so, I mean, they're just, it's basically like super, like, you know, mafia with, you know, powerful weapons, right? Or any I mean, kind of like, but the idea yeah, is that, it, you know, doing inner gang, it didn't need to be inner gang, but making an inner gang was basically making a statement about, okay, we're pulling from the DC universe. And, and I want to say, For me, I think what really made me enjoy the movie was that they pull from the DC universe in a lot of places. It made it feel like, oh, we're getting a full DC movie. No one's pretending it's isolated, which again, begs the question of why no Shazam, or at least a reference to it. But again, (laughs) you know, that made me enjoy the movie in so many ways. We mentioned JSA. Obviously, we'll get to the tag at the end. You know, I mean, oh, you know, and and, and the Suicide Squad stuff, you know, like, so it's all these different things are going on. I'm like, great. This is what we're really getting—a DC movie, you know. So it's interesting to me. Okay, Inner Gang. Inner Gang's weapons are powered by the Eternium. Now, mind you, that alone is weird because why would you think here's these guys that have come in—they're outsiders. They know so much about Eternium already that they have weapons powered by Eternium. Like in actuality, what would have made more sense would have been if just the bad guys were a you know oppressive government of Kandak who only who, since conducts the only place you get Eternium, and they have those weapons. Again, that's it. It would be kind of turning the Wakanda idea on its head, right? Yeah, have a Civil that would made more line, sense, right? An evil Wakanda that yeah. is using the like Red making an inner actually doesn't make any sense. There's no mm-hmm. there's no need for it. It's silly. In fact, in the comics, so the idea, just like in the movie, um, yes, he's a slave. Yes, they're you know he's you know. He's a slave in ancient Kandak and, you know, and there's all this oppression uh, that he wiped out. But, you know, in the, when he comes to in the present and he's been around for a while, but he decides, oh, he Kandak is still basically enslaved. It's a tyrannical government. And he goes in to, to, to basically liberate it. So to me, if, if you were, wanted to stay with that idea, and I do think it was interesting to make that the aeternium, you know, basically, I mean, but we well, here's the thing. To me, it's a mishmash. And you talk about it big different scripts. So, the Eternium is powering these weapons. So, again, that reminds me both of Vibranium and Wakanda, but it also reminds me of what I thought one of the smartest things Marvel ever did was in Avengers. You have S.H.I.E.L.D. using the tech they get from the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. That it, it, it's basically, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, using Shatari tech, weaponry. Yeah, yeah. Using all that, that's like suddenly, oh, now we have all these things that can power things we didn't have before. And if you really watch closely, you know, some of like, um, you, you remember there was the one shot, you know, about getting the weaponry, um, you know, like that stuff, you know, that led very much into what the, the pilot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was all about, there's all this tech now that's creating other opportunities because the technology wasn't there. The the um, It was the creation this, of this the source.
1: vulture. Marvel used it yeah. a lot. But, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And the, But the idea is just that because terrestrial weapons didn't have the power sources mm-hmm. to do that stuff. It took getting the alien stuff to have the power sources. So, you know, I, I think that's a really cool idea. So, uh, fine, you know, they went to a similar place, you know, w- with Wakanda and Vibranium. Um, doing that, okay, it's interesting, but it just it just doesn't really make so much sense to me that Intergang coming from elsewhere has that. It would have made sense if the country of Kandak had that. And by the it way, you know... had been corrupt. Had Kandak corrupt is and, actually yeah. name-checked and shown briefly in Wonder Woman 1984, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You see it. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, I'm just saying that was really weird. And so for me, then saying it's inner gang and knowing in the comments, inner gang is powered by apocalypse what would have been really cool for me would, would have been to even imply that the Eternium actually came from apocalypse or it is their natural
1: resource, but, he, but inner gang is more powerful because but, apocalypse did come in the Snyder
0: JLA and right. What I'm saying is like, and, you know, there have been boom tubes in the past and all that. I mean, listen, it gets messy because what is canon and what isn't? They, they don't want to refer to the stuff, you know? But oh, should we read into that? that that's left over from, you know, from when um, Steppenwolf and Darkseid came in ancient times? Maybe. It, it would have helped
1: validate a movie that yeah. a lot of us kind of moved on from.
0: Yeah. So, you know, so to me, it, 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 it's, it's a glaring hole. Sorry about that. It's a sure. glaring hole, but um, maybe that's what the answer to that is. So th- that's, that sort of bothered me a bit. Um, the origin, they do it interestingly. Um, I actually really liked the stuff about, you know, they made it seem like he was a champion. It wasn't, him; it was his son. Um, what they did, the way they changed the comic was really interesting. So in the comic, instead of a son, it was a nephew. And he was injured, and they were both brought to the wizard, and the nephew was made the champion, but they were both given power. But Teth Adam was actually really bad, and he decided, because you know, they split the power up, he decided that the nephew wasn't going to do what it was going to take to overthrow things. He kills his nephew and takes, takes his power
1: That would have been a hardcore reveal, especially after he's developed this kind of forced relationship with this kid in the movie that we got. He for he gets this kid that's kind of like again the T two comparison to the John Connor Terminator relationship, and you know once he develops this kind of soft side, it would have been nice to understand that like oh he actually killed to get all the power, and now he's now there's a real redemption here five thousand years later. But you know
0: I I have to say I actually like the change because for me. That villainous is a step too far. So I think sure. that th- that's an edit they do. And I, for me, I actually the idea is supposed to be that he did lose his whole family. And and by the way, it's you know wife and kids all this stuff he had in ancient times. Okay. Well,
1: Ian, um, you don't play uh, almost any video games, but when I saw the sequence, there's a sequence later in the movie Geeks gave us where you got to have the hero and he's got to be down and out, and then he's got to make his comeback. And there's a sequence where he is down and out and he's pretty much dead. And he's and he he's a, we need him to say the word Shazam. and we need him to turn it back into Black Adam. And he's he thinks that he's dead and has seen his family again. It's straight out of a lot of things, but most recently, the God of War video game that they have over at Sony, um, that is awesome. And again, we we Justin and I recommend video games to you, and we don't want to waste your time because you're busy. The games to play are the spider. You just need to play. Oh, I, I love those games. The, yeah, no, it's look, the Spider-Man games and then the God understand. of War I, games.
0: I, I can't. I'm, I'm too. I'm too obsessive. Like if I, I turn a video game on, <laughs> I will not do anything for three days, and well, then I will get divorced. I can't. I, see, I can't. Be see, I,
1: somebody on the, on the plane asked me if I was playing Elden Ring, and I said no. LA has too many homeless people. Like I can't get into any more of those <laughs> games. But uh, but the comparisons here is watching that sequence last night, and I know there's a God of War movie coming seen the sequence last night where he thinks he's dead and he sees his wife and his kid uh that's right out of the god of war most
0: recent the, the, god of war stuff how how recent is that because they did something very similar in eternal warrior in the last like couple of years
1: yeah no the
0: last god of war i think it was a 2018 game so, so eternal warrior probably borrowed that from from the god of war because they did something very like that in Eternal warrior
1: and we've seen that stuff. We saw yeah. that in Gladiator when he dies, yeah. he sees his, his wife and kid and this yeah. and that. We've seen that stuff.
0: So the idea yeah. of them saying you're not ready and going back. but I mean, it's, it's a trope. It's been around. But from, honestly, for me, it, it worked for me. And the idea that his son was the champion gave to him and you know, and the whole discussion about being a hero and not believing in it and sort of honoring a son, I mean, that was, that was very effective to me. That made, honestly, it's probably what pushed me over to like, you know, I enjoyed the movie. It gave me a really good feeling about the movie. Um, It really pushed it to, because he'd been so one note and just like, you know, I mean, uh, by the way, it was great for the comedy. Like, you know, Don't Kill Baby, Yes, You. Do. I, the whole thing about who's going to teach the kid violence. I mean, yeah you know, I'm sorry. You know, it, it was so like, such an old school thing, but it worked. The it kids, funny to me.
1: The kid's mom, who is the person who discovers the, uh, crown like they're fighting over this crown that's full of Eternium and it's supposed to bring back this uh, this this demon right and if you wear the crown then you can rule Kondok. um so that's kind of the plot point in trying to get the crown uh from these ruins they bring back the rock they bring back uh Black Adam and but the the crown gets lost and it bounces around inner gang and it falls in the wrong hands Uh, but ultimately the mom who is the person who's the specialist who knows where the the crown is and investigates it and uh, has this kid yeah she doesn't want her kid to grow up with violence there's a whole lot of violence that's coming i gotta say some of the tone shifts uh that were inconsistent were the attempts at humor that happened during the action like you do have the sort of slow down with the classic music we first saw in days of future past so well Mm -hmm. but is now kind of like overdone when you the uh, action slows down and the hero in this case black adam is just grabbing missiles out of the sky while classic music plays and pointing them at bad guys and blowing them up it's an impressive sequence i don't know if you needed it to totally go for that many laughs and they try it twice in this movie which is a little bit of overreach uh yeah the, the, yeah, the oreo cookie gets a little soggy when you start to dip it in milk that many times
0: it, that, that didn't bother me so much i mean okay i get I, I, I agree with you we've seen it before i mean for me things that bugged me i mean obviously there was the attorney thing um and now jumping into and we haven't started the conversation with the jsa yet um, but, Which is the stuff I enjoyed. If you enjoyed the uh, the, the, uh, the relationship
1: uh, with the kid, I got to say the JSA and the expansion of the DCU. To I, I love kind of the
0: JSA. I have some quibbles. I mean, first of all, though, speaking of derivative stuff, did we need to have almost like the exact same shot out of X Men of you know the the Blackbird JSA coming out of yeah? yeah. Like, I was like seriously, They couldn't come up with something different? <laughs> and they're in the Blackbird. Yeah, like the it's, ship is the Blackbird. It's the Blackbird. Can you tell like, us about seriously? the JSA
1: because my impression of the JSA is that classic cover of Justice uh, Society of America where they're all around the round table and you have Hawkman, you have Dr. Fate, you so, have, uh, you know, all the the classic characters. Who are the JSA and how are they different so, here? So,
0: so, all right, let's get, I'll get into this a little bit. And honestly, I can go on a, lo- for a long time about this. So I'll try to, I'm <laughs> trying, I'm going to try to not go on too long and take up love the, about the rest you. of our time. Um, the JSA were before the Justice League. So, you know, DC Comics have been around a long time. Superman, Batman, 1939. Are these Fawcett characters like Shazam well, was? Well, no. So originally it wasn't DC. And, you know, a couple of companies, you know, came together, formed DC Comics. You know, DC was for Detective Comics, you mm-hmm. know, which was where you know, Batman premiered in. Um, but, you know, they had Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. They had their original Green Lantern, uh, Alan Scott. They had um, the original Flash, um, Jay Garrick. They had you know the original Hawkman was Carter Hall and Hawkgirl, his wife, Um, Doctor Fate, um, Wildcat. Um, They had uh, well the original Red Tornado. They had the Atom, who was you know and and a lot of they had Doctor Midnight. Um, and you know, a lot of characters were just vigilantes, you know, some had abilities. Um, but you know, basically, you know, these are comics from like the 40s, and you know, in the 50s, you know, the superhero comics had been selling as well. Um, basically, um, horror comics were doing better. And I don't want to go off on a total tangent no, here, you know, the comics about, code and all you know, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but basically they died into the silver age and, and yeah, exactly. And the distinction of the golden age of comics, the silver age of comics comes with a desire to bring these comics back. You know, a lot of these characters back Superman, Batman and wonder woman had lasted, but a lot of the others had died off. So the original team up book was the justice Society. Okay. And beyond that um, they brought the, they revamped the flash and they revamped green lantern. And then they decided to do a new team book the justice league of America and initially the idea that it's only like 15 years apart between the new flash that was Barry Allen the Silver Age and the Golden Age flash. Um, so they came up with this idea that they were in a different dimension. You know, you had Earth One and Earth Two. So the current books were Earth One and the older books were Earth Two. And so the Justice Society and the Justice League would cross over and meet each other because they live basically in a different universe, right? Sure. Sure. Um, so that's where that comes in. So the Justice Society was firmly Earth-2 because it was older. So there you had an older Batman, an older Wonder Woman, and an older Superman. Um, oh, so pretty much you get a crossover of Justice League and Justice Society every year. Okay? And that one for many years. And you you end up having things like, you know, Robin was an adult, Dick Grayson, um, Batman and Catwoman we were married. They had a kid. That kid was the Huntress. This is um, all in Silver Age. Which is... Was- well, There's a is, lot of stuff going on. This all went silver age and into the modern age because just every year they crossed over. You hmm. know, so I didn't know the, they were so through, separated. 60s, 70s into the 80s and, you know, so time had gone by. Um, but the idea was sort of like, well, you know, back then you couldn't marry Superman and Lois, so the old Superman and Lois on Earth 2 they got married. Okay. Okay. And this is all pre-crisis. So, what Teen Titans was doing really well uh, in the early 80s. 1984, 1983, No, before yeah. then. Before then. Before Even, then. okay. Like, like 80, 81, 82, around then is what you know, new Teen Titans had started. The Marvel stuff. Yes. And so they decided, hey, we have the Justice Society on Earth, too. Well, how about we do this thing where we go, oh, we want young heroes from them also. So the sons and daughters of the Justice Society became Infinity, Inc., and Infinity Inc had a character called Nuclon, okay, who had these abilities trying, to yeah. grow. Well, okay. you know, do you know who Nuclon became? Well, he becomes Adam Smasher. That's right. So, and which we see in the movie, right? And you had you had the Hawkman and Hawk Girl had had a son who was Silver Scarab, who, by the way, eventually and uh, Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor had a daughter Lida, who becomes Fury. Okay, now. The two of them go on to have a baby named Daniel. And, you know, Lida is in Sandman. Yeah. Daniel okay. goes on to become the new Sandman, the new dream. But anyway, we, there's a lot of which stuff. We, here. we just saw that all in the Netflix series. Exactly, exactly. So there's a that's lot all, of stuff in wow. all that. But um, getting into all that, so that's where Adam Smasher comes from, because Adam Smasher is actually the godson of the Golden Age Adam. Okay. Okay. Um, Which
1: I thought was one of my favorite cameos in the movie. Is seeing yeah, Henry, Henry Winkler. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was fantastic. It's hilarious.
0: So so anyway, so yes, basically all this is to say that classic DC stuff is very messy. That's why they did the Christ in Infinite Earths and they brought it all together and they split it apart again and brought it all together again. And that was but, but 1986? Yeah, 85, 86. But, but ultimately what you have is in the more modern um, DC comics... The Justice Society existed before the Justice League. Um, they just say Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman weren't in it. Well, although I mm-hmm. think now they've kind of, now that they've they've sort of loosely retconned Wonder Woman, it's still unclear because Wonder Woman now is like in the movie that she's been around forever. So maybe she worked with them. Still not entirely clear on that because she was around, right? Um, but the other heroes were all around. So Adam Smasher does have this, Uh, pedigree coming from the atom um cyclone actually cyclone's an interesting character she originally exists as the red tornado in kingdom come and then in the modern justice society comic they brought it back in they said oh yes she's the character that will be in that possible future kingdom come red tornado
1: but she's cyclone Um, but they gender swapped it in Kingdom Come and now they brought it back to the modern day as a younger version for exactly, the current GSA. Exactly. Okay.
0: And also she gets her abilities from Nanobots. Um, Which you talk
1: about in the movie. That's in the yes, movie. Exactly. Okay. So,
0: so she's she's pretty consistent. They, they changed her race but didn't bother me at all. Doesn't matter. No she's great. Um, you know so um, for the most part you know Adam's and Cyclone I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, Hawkman is something to talk about.
1: Okay. Uh Jason Elliott is watching on Facebook and he says, I saw the movie and thought it was pretty decent. I already knew that Billy was going to be in the movie. We're talking about Shazam. But Aldous Hodges, Hawkman, and Piers Brosnan's Dr. Fate were my favorite. Sarah Shahi's accent was also damn good too. So let's talk about Hawkman and, and Dr. Fate. So, I thought they
0: were fun too, but they were they, fun. They, they cut out a lot of Hawkman's well, story. I, I just have to he say, is... so so Hawkman was a messy character, but they basically cleaned it up a long time ago by saying, look, Hawkman reincarnates. He goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. And he and his wife, you know they've been reincarnating for through time, through time in history. At a certain point, the Silver Age Hawkman was an alien. So they, they brought the two together by saying it was one of the reincarnations. And it's always messy. But they're from um, Thanagar, correct? Well, Silver Age is from Thanagar.
1: Right. So they are Gold, aliens.
0: Golden Age is a reincarnation, goes back. He's Prince Khufu to from Egypt. Egypt. So, okay. and it's messy because the reincarnation, the idea is that, all right, it could be from a different planet too. So, so this
1: version, is it Thanagarian? Is it ancient? Is it just I, a dude I in a suit?
0: I don't know. Except we see the Thanagarian emblem. We see the ha- Thanagarian and he, and emblem. He has nth metal. So, is he an alien? I don't know. He has nth metal, us.
1: but. But he uses he, the sh- he, he builds the ship out of nth metal it's indestructible but also there i was waiting for the introduction of his reincarnation because dr fate is constantly saying that there's a fate waiting for him where right. he has to die well, to save well, the more world than that, and we more see than these that, visions more
0: than that carter hall the original hawkman was an archaeologist
1: oh shit well, they missed some opportunities on I this mean, movie ian what it was right there the whole time the
0: whole time how do you not do that fuck how do you have a movie with Hawkman in it and the whole plot is based around archaeology and you don't even touch it? Oh,
1: fuck. Ian, I'm sorry for your loss, man. Seriously. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry I went to a film festival and didn't see this movie with you because, like, you needed somebody there to hold your hand on this did, shit, I man. I did, I did. I I'm so I'm alone. am so sorry, Ian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was
0: like, what? <laughs> How do they do that? Even, that's
1: right there yeah, it and, had to have been in some of these drafts and, 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 and by
0: the way and it, and not a word about it being alien on anything it's just he has this medal he can do all these things no real reference to how or why and that's one medal too many in a movie like this where I there's mean, right you have actually you actually have nth metal and this other eternium thing yeah. at the same time like why
1: ian i'm so
0: sorry this this movie must have hurt you on a yeah, I mean, personal level i mean you, you could have even just i mean if you want to play with it just make nth metal the whole thing and tie that into Hawkman man and why he's going in but i guess for some reason it had to be waller sending them i know people that are going like well what is Je- just society just a suicide squad now for me i felt the idea that wasn't really filmed well is just that no waller has the ability she called the just Society because it was a big deal so they went not because they're well, her Yeah. Okay.
1: So, Geekscape is the Justice Society gets introduced in this when Black Adam appears. Uh, He sets off a whole lot of radars of this brand new superhuman being on Earth, and of course, you've seen Amanda Waller in the uh, Suicide Squad movies and other places in the DC Entertainment universe. And so, she calls up Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate in the Justice Society and says, "Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, we got a brand new metahuman on Earth." I need to know what's up with them. Y'all got to go to Condock and figure this out. And that's the introduction of this Justice Society and the situation. And I kind of enjoyed that we had some Amanda Waller in the movie again because it expands the DC Entertainment universe and it makes it feel cohesive to an extent. And later on, when they actually capture or Black Adam gives himself up and says, "You're right, I'm not a hero. I need to be put away," um, you actually see uh, Amanda Waller and you see a character from Peacemaker. Mm-hmm as well and they yeah, put him away.
0: Amelia Harcourt. Mm-hmm. Um James Gunn's his wife. Wife. That's so, his wife. They yeah. got married. Yeah. And yeah. uh as and long as girlfriend they got married, yeah.
1: No, they got married uh, and James is now in charge of the DC Entertainment Universe. Yes. Yeah.
0: So that's something else to discuss. But um Okay. But let's
1: discuss I, this Hawkman and Dr. Fate
0: because I mean so I, I'm struggling because again it hurt my brain. Is all these, it, even down to, and, and he's so rich. Like, he's, he's he, Bruce Wayne, like all these things.
1: You're talking about Connor Hart?
0: No, Connor, Connor, we're Connor, talking Connor about Hawk
1: about yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you're talking about Car,
0: Carter Hawk, Hawk Hall? Man. Carter Hall, yes. <laughs> so um, that doesn't
1: get confusing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, what? But then he was still great. I mean, Hawkman was awesome. Yeah. he was fun. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Fate was awesome
1: dr fate was awesome and let's be clear like dr strange is a kind of rip off of dr fate and you see dr strange like powers in here and he's using illusions and he's using constructs and powers i loved dr fate this movie yeah. and it's so much fun i thought pierce brosnan was great and it really established that yes the, the jsa has been around a while he even says it he was been around since at least world war ii he witnessed soldiers going off to war and, and that 100. the helmet has expanded his life and yeah. um i i thought he was great i thought i loved dr fate and i and, loved whatever this version and of i Heart know was. And a lot fun. of
0: people are upset that oh he's gone you know that he dies mm. a not the only can he come there. back but yeah. odds are what they're going to do with the helmet going elsewhere is they've done this thing where he's been gone and someone else he has a descendant that um becomes dr fate
1: in the and comics
0: yeah and and odds are they're gonna do that with him still in and advising him, yeah,
1: and Geekscape is a spoiler, it, really, like he's the whole movie he's watching these visions of Hawkman having to sacrifice himself in order to save the world and Condock, and it turns out Dr. Fate takes the bullet for him, and I thought that was sequence was cool. Pierce Brosnan yeah, was awesome, the Dr. Fate stuff was great um and uh the jsa kind of saves the day they stop inner gang that's the end of what i thought was the movie <laughs> i thought i mean this, i thought the end of the movie was hey they they got the crown well they didn't get the crown but they stopped inner gang they rescued the terminator 2 kid uh has been kind of freed but then the crown kind of falls into the hands of this individual who then summons the demon behind the uh the demon behind the the crown, which is uh Sabak, this demon, uh, which I think is a recent creation. I, I heard so that I um
0: around for a bit. I mean and it's basically the demon thing, whatever, you know. Um he's
1: a demon. He in yeah. DC he's he's basically the devil. Yeah. He's yeah. like the devil, but he's a demon and that was kind of a a sequence that was i was falling asleep by that point because i thought the movie was over i thought the inner gang had been like <laughs> i thought the i thought everybody in conduct had been freed uh but yeah the crown ended up in the wrong hands this dude puts it on and suddenly he's in hell i didn't think that riddle worked at all when they were trying to do the riddle i was like that's so that didn't do anything for me but ultimately this bad guy is in hell he puts on the crown uh the wizards are like oh shit this guy put the crown of Sabak on and then he while he's in hell the demons are like you're not going to go you died you're going to go back to life and you're going to sit on the crown of conduct which i guess is important um and that that makes no now he's going to be this giant hell demon that changes sizes sometimes he's huge sometimes he's small whatever he needs to fight in this end fourth act sequence
0: what 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 i what i like about the sequence in hell is that really felt like the comics to me Talk to me about that because well, I've never just seen the this idea demon before. of that, and they go, the going there, and when you when you see DC's different versions of hell and all that, you know, it's like like even recently in the comics, you know, you have the idea of Billy having to be in hell and guard Neron and all that stuff, you know, like it's it's something they've they've gone to quite a bit within that the Shazam family, you know. Okay. So that's why I liked that the going and ruling Shazam movie because yeah. it felt like it should be a Shazam yeah. Yeah. without yeah, exactly. Shazam being in the exactly. movie, you know, but, but I'm saying going to, uh, why, why conduct? Why does it work like that? I mean, comes down to the same thing as why is the attorney there? And that's what the, the crown's made of. Like, I don't, I got nothing.
1: Okay. So, so at this point in the movie, Geekscape is black Adam's out of the picture. He's been, he, he's now a property of Amanda Waller. Um, And Dr. Fate kind of mentally helps break him out of the prison from uh, afar because this monster, Sabak, this demon is now like huge and walking through the ocean to destroy, like take over the throne of conduct. And they can't have that for a reason that we really don't know the results of him sitting on the throne. We don't know. Like go ahead and uh, take this fucking dirt club I just saw that like, as, yeah
0: but if you know, the demon it's like it's just gonna get worse and worse yeah. and plus okay. all the people they're gonna die it, it brings you're right the Ian. dead back can't, and killing everybody we I mean, can't yeah. just
1: let we just can't we can't just let a demon take over yeah. the earth like a country and then raise a bunch of zombies out of the earth uh so black adam is now in a prison and dr Fate i mean i would like to him. know
0: you know as always like where's the justice league
1: at this point, Black it's, Adam is... Literally is literally hell on a mortal.
0: Earth. Yeah, where's it? Justice League? Black where's Adam Shazam? is
1: immortal. And Black Adam has this thing strapped to his face, so he can't say the word Shazam... But he, he doesn't tear it off. He actually like jumps in the ocean through a like magnetic wall and lets himself basically drown before he takes this stupid thing off his face. Like People are shooting at him. He's immortal. He's getting hit by bullets. He's not dying. But at no, no point does not, he just rip this. this
0: he's just human. He's getting shot. and it's That's what killing. I'm
1: saying. He's getting shot. At no point does he rip this thing off his face and just say, Shazam, y'all are fucked. I'm going to whip myself out of this prison. Yeah. He just kind of. I mean, he lets well, himself drown I, and then see his dead say, family before he says Shazam. You,
0: I have to say, when they lock him up, you see all those different people locked up and suspended animation, whatever. It's so like right as a lost stock, right? Can you tell and, me who?
1: Did you notice any
0: cameos? No, that's, that's what I'm eggs? about to say. What a lost opportunity! They gave us nothing. Oh, they gave yeah, us I'm nothing. So sorry, we have no yeah. idea who else is there. They didn't like there was so many potential Easter eggs there, and we got nothing.
1: When I got back from Santa Fe, I checked on Ian and wanted to, wondered if Justin had gone to see him. But Justin has COVID, did not go. Ian had to see this movie by himself, and I, I was like, I My felt bad. I was
0: supposed to go and then wasn't feeling well, so Ian.
1: Yeah. Now I realize you're not allowed to go see movies. By then. I, I, I got picked up those Black Panther pick, tickets for us, man. I can't let you go see these movies anymore, man. You're you're just taking L's on this one. Like you're getting hit hard. Like this movie. I'm man, so sorry, dude. I,
0: I'm so hopeful on Black Panther.
1: I am too, but having you see Black Adam and then just taking hits like this, Ian, I'm so sorry as but, your friend but I failed honest,
0: you. Honestly, it was, I enjoyed it way more than I expected. I went in with low expectations, okay. so it wasn't that it didn't kill me. And Again, I came out, I enjoyed it. I, I had right. big issues with it. Listen, come on, man. It, it, it's not like, you know, we ha- we, we've we all been here, you know, and, and <laughs> we honestly, were there together when we had yeah. to see the, the spirit. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, so many times that I mean, we've all been disappointed, right? So I mean, it's it's sort of funny, right? Like with in with this so movie much of the Marvel is fun, stuff, yeah. But so much of the Marvel stuff really elevated things to a point of like, where are our expectations, right? Yeah, um, this movie
1: is 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 kind of silly but, but fun. It's I fun. Had fun. They did a
0: couple things you, right. You know, you get to see
1: Black Adam rip a demon in half by the horns. That was awesome. That was cool shit. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Yeah, magma magma poured out of his head. I, I thought that, that was cool. And Black Adam saves conduct yeah. And well, I got a question that, for you. So he's yeah. so
0: fast, and he like he just zips, you know, through everything, like basically the Flash. But then when he's going after them on the cycles with the kid, then he can't catch them.
1: No, the, the, the cycles what? are doing the whole cycle situation. Like again, I started okay. towards the end of the first, uh, at the end of the 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 inner gang uh, saving the kid sequence before we introduced the demon Sabak, like. I was like, "Hey man, this movie well, needs to wrap that, it up. That, that and they should have find it they should have found a way to streamline those storylines together." Yeah, for some, some reason they
0: established early that the Eternium can hurt him, but then they just
1: never kind went of to it again. You about that? You see it,
0: yeah. You see but, him
1: get shot with it, you see it knock him out and he has to sleep it off and then heal himself and they don't use it on him again ever again.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it it's like the implication is I guess because they're using that the power of the force field so he knows he can't get through it or I guess.
1: Mm. Okay, so we got the ending. He saves the he saved Condock. and then Amanda Waller shows up. Oh, wait, wait, what tag. about the
0: oh he's gonna rule? No, he's not, but he's still there. Yeah, he's gonna there. sit on the
1: throne, but he's not he's, not he's just gonna be the champion and y'all yeah, are gonna have he's, to hold your own elections. Right? Exactly. He's the protector. He's so
0: gonna, gonna be Amanda running Waller that place in a week, man. And <laughs> okay, so we got thing. the tag. Right.
1: What, what does Amanda Waller say? Sorry, sir.
0: So so she's you know basically the whole, you know, oh, no, no one on this planet is like, oh, and she has to do the whole, oh, I I have you know people that aren't from this planet and all that. And they're gonna
1: put you down, black Adam, stay in conduct, As or else gonna be my problem. Yes, exactly.
0: So so the statement is if you stay in conduct, you're fine. Because, in fairness, the people of conduct love him. So they what does she them. really have to say?
1: They did the Diamond Dallas Page know? sign to summon him. They were like, You're awesome, and they have yeah. like a little triangle sign they do with their hands.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Support. So so they're fine with him. So you better not come out. And he's all like, "Oh, I'll do what I want," you know. Um, And then this surprised me. I expected Superman. Didn't expect Superman to say what he said.
1: Okay, talk to me about this because comes down
0: and he, Dwayne Johnson, to
1: get people in theater seats when this movie looked like it was going to underperform. I don't actually know how it did, but uh but dwayne johnson came out and goes oh by the way the tag is henry cavill as superman <laughs> like hey, get, get your ass in seats he's selling tickets for
0: a two for a one minute cameo <laughs> he basically says something that for me was the most superman thing to date i've seen henry cavill do
1: and he's in a suit that is very red and blue this yes. is a very superman suit but it'll it lightened the blue uh,
0: it's not as dark amanda as
1: waller was. uh logs off and superman comes out of the shadows and stares at black adam and black adam looks at him and they don't know each other from adam and (laughs) what does he what does Superman say
0: and he says we should talk Mm
1: -hmm. he doesn't want to just fight it's not a
0: slugfest and that's super
1: yeah uh and black adam gives you a look gives him a look like we'll see how far that goes this might turn into a slugfest but we'll save it for the sequel
0: and, and that I, was the tag, and, and I didn't so I didn't feel like that was oh, the sequel is they just fight.
1: No, I and didn't either. I don't either. think
0: that's what it is at all.
1: I think um, he's going to show up and, in uh, well, in Shazam 2.
0: I think he's going to have you know something in that. Um, I think that, um, they've, they've actually said that it's not the next place to see Superman, is Shazam 2. Um, no, I mean it, Black Adam 2 is not the next place to see Superman. Excuse me.
1: No, I um, I heard that Henry Cavill re-upped a deal with Superman, and they're going to rededicate the uh, the the focus on making Superman an uh, actual property in the DCU. Maybe with his yes, own film. I think
0: he's in his own movie. I, which is great. Uh, I That's- hear he appears in something else. What would that be? I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. I don't know is for this sure, it,
1: but well, I know, but is it something that's already on the slate that we know about?
0: Something else I hear he's going to show up in.
1: It, would it be a Flash movie that is stuttering itself to the finish it line? It might be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who At this point, Ian, I'm surprised if somebody doesn't show up in that Flash movie. Yeah, it feels I, like... It, it, it feels it's going like, to be big. It feels... Well, it's going to be big, but it also feels like it's DC gumbo at this point, where they're just uh, yeah, throwing all it, sorts it, of stuff it, in the it pot. Might, it,
0: it might be good. It might yeah, be good, you know? <laughs> I mean, who knows what that Flash movie is at this point? Uh, I Miller's definitely done after it. The question is, are, are they going to put anything in this movie? Ezra Miller's done. Yes, yes, yes. The question is my, just, my
1: favorite DC architect, in that we talk about whose name is Miller is Frank. So we got to be clear. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ezra Miller is definitely not going to be doing anything else. The big question is, I think he plays several versions in this movie. The big question to me is, and what would be smart, but I think it would take reshoots is do you do something in the movie to recast them or do you just do it James Bond and just someone else is playing the next movie and don't he even goes write into the sunset. story, you know, just don't yeah. write the story, just recast it. You don't think
1: Grant Gustin is going to show up again or anything like that. We love Grant I'd Gustin, be
0: down obviously. with it, but you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know if they'll go that way. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a different version, you know, so. In um, the flash that George I, I,
1: Miller had is already in the Shazam movies. Yeah. I <laughs> Because I, that wasn't I, that... Um, what's the name of the, the actor who's in the Shazam movies who was cast as George Miller's Flash? Uh, dude from the OC. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Um, actor?
0: Um, Adam. Um,
1: yeah. You got uh, one name. <laughs> Adam. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on this name. <laughs> Someone uh, watching can, can, can bail us him, on that Adam, one. Adam Brody, yeah. Somebody's doing the IMDb on that. Yes. Adam Brody.
0: Adam Brody, yes. Yes.
1: Um, I pulled that out of my brain. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it works sometimes. You know, I did, I, dude, I went to the comic book store yesterday and it wasn't even open because it was Tuesday. So my brain's all scrambled. I, I, I didn't even did I get married ten weeks ago or ten years ago? That's how that's how scrambled I am. You could actually argue that I did get married ten years ago. Never mind.
0: Uh, okay, so, I wasn't going to. <laughs> so we, <laughs> so we've
1: got. Uh, maybe Black Adam showing up in Shazam Two would be appropriate and great. And when does Shazam Two come out? I got a trailer for it, but like when's it released? Is it March? Okay, so it's not it's so soon. It's not a holiday release. No, um, no, I
0: think it's it's a few months away. I mean, it's two starting... Marvel
1: movies away yeah. and a well, holiday that? special. Am I getting confused
0: uh, with the uh, the Marvel slate? Because for, for Marvel we have Black Panther in a couple weeks. Then... Uh, it just says
1: 2023 March 17th 2023 issues M2 2 Fury of the Gods okay. so it's March 17th that, yes yeah yeah okay and we have Black Panther coming up in 2 weeks uh we got tickets to that multiverse uh we got a little Quantumania going on in February it looks like for the Ant-Man the 3rd mm-hmm. Ant-Man movie Sorry for and that. then dude i love the trailer for the guardians of galaxy special that we were getting on november 25th the one hour i think it's one hour holiday special that's gonna be fun on disney plus but where do you think we might see the jsa
0: again because they're my highlight from this movie i love so i mean look that's the question is you know obviously if this movie did crazy business they could do a jsa movie you know but i'm not expecting i think it did okay the big question is going to see what what the drop-off is or for saying, oh, great, you know, it did over, I think it was 67 million opening weekend. They were um, predicting 50,
1: so that's better.
0: That's not, a, that's not a terrible drop-off.
1: Yeah, 50 would have been almost a disaster. Oh, no, 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 they
0: were, they were predicting 50. They, they were predicting high 50s to, to 60. Yeah. It did slightly okay. better than what they were predicting. Good. Good, because um, I yeah.
1: didn't hate this movie. It's, no. It, it can exist.
0: Yeah. I allow it. (laughs) The the, the big deal that went on for, I don't know how many of the viewers pay attention to this stuff, but you know, with DC basically being rudderless, the DC film division, um, it very much looked like um, Dwayne Johnson and his people, um, his management were looking to be the people to take over DC. And Mm -hmm. the James Gunn news, James Gunn, Filmmaker and Peter Saffron who was a very well-regarded producer, they're taking it over jointly. Seems to have taken them unawares. That so Dwayne
1: like Johnson that. and his camp, or they really had their eyes set on being the architects of the DC Entertainment Universe yeah. over at Warner's. Yeah, and this was kind of like a. Sl- Would you say it was a slight to them that oh, yeah. James Gunn and yeah, Peter yeah, Saffron took they, over? They and had, and had no said, idea. They had so no we is this a tripping us up for more Black Adam? Uh, I
0: doubt it, but it's hard to but say. Money is money, man. Like, yeah, there's money. It, and... There's all kinds of things. I mean, you okay. know, but um, apparently, you know, for people I know that pay attention to stuff, Dwayne Johnson, you know, was tweeting constantly. He's got real quiet since that news. Uh oh. You know? Okay. So, he was in super
1: support of this movie. He was really trying to push it past the... Uh, but I'm something. saying, since, since yeah. the
0: news of um, James Gunn, like, you know, was, the comments were, oh, all about Superman and our DCEU and what we're going to do with it and all these things, you know. It was all talking so much about him being in control of direction and if you look, go look, look at all his tweets, all the things he'd been saying, you know. Oh, no. It was like he was expecting to be in charge. I like Dwayne Johnson. I do too. I think he's I'm a, star. I'm a giant fan. Giant fan. Yeah.
1: I met him once, Ian, at a WrestleMania event when my brother was still wrestling in WWE cool. and I shook his hand. It what? did not break my we went hand. To my he was skull. very nice. Did you really? You yeah. went to school? I did. <laughs> at the same time I went to the same school. You went to the same school at the same time that he did? Yeah. you? No. Okay, good. Because that's where it would that would have torn it. I like Dwayne Johnson. i told you to watch Young you? Rock.
0: I think you'd love it with all the, the wrestling Uh
1: stuff. yeah, I have a friend in it. Who plays Vince McMahon in that one? Okay, yeah, he was in w- w- *Winnie's Attack* for me. Adam, yeah, well, he's great. We
0: watch it as a family show in my house.
1: Okay, do you all, we watch *House of the Dragon* as a family show as well?
0: Um, the, the, <laughs> the the
1: kid isn't ready for, for that. <laughs> no, no, that's a whole other geekscape, man, talking about yeah. that, I, I'm enjoying it. So, who knows? We're going to see the Justice Society. I think well, that I, Peter, I, so. I think that the James Gunn news and Peter Saffron news is good. I'm um, sorry for the Rock getting, you know, misled. If that's what happened, I, th- I think I don't think it was misled. I, I was think he was too? trying
0: to to make something happen, and and it cool. didn't.
1: So, but I'm super optimistic of James Gunn and Peter Safran taking over. I think everything they've touched over at DC and at Marvel has been great. So let's see what they can do putting this thing back together again. Like the the Flash movie looks like some weird gumbo where there's a lot of different
0: flavors in it. I mean, Um, my my joke was you know Peacemaker and the JLA, but you know,
1: let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> I, I do love that ending uh, to, to peacemaker and i and uh, i hope this doesn't slow down peacemaker too uh i hope james is still able to freely create well, and work in the dc
0: universe the, the, it seems like he's got
1: the keys now the,
0: the great thing is that i think it doesn't i think it makes
1: you know i mean we're getting peacemaker
0: three <laughs> yeah know? when do we get the announcement of james gunn's superman film um that's a really good question. I think that, you know, I, I think basically when I hear the Cavill deal is not quite completed, but it's on the verge. And then, an it's, then it's going to be a question of who it is. And, yeah. you know, listen, I had heard a bunch of rumors, um, but, you know, as for what's true and what isn't, it depends on, you know, does Gunn want to do it himself or tap someone else? You know, that's 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 the big question I think is in a lot of people's minds right now. Is what does hey, this mean with James Gunn being the creative um, architect? Do we get
1: the next Superman director or the next Blade
0: director first? Well, that's a really good question because I think that the, the Blade thing is a, now a mess, right? Listen, is it a mess? He, he, well, here is the thing. So, uh, staying on target, let's talk about James Gunn. You know, um, in this role at DC. You know, we've seen a lot of filmmakers come off of a Marvel movie and say how difficult and how dreary and terrible it is because they don't really have creative control. Now, stark contrast, for years, the big problem with the DCEU is Warner Brothers as a studio traditionally is so creator-friendly that they let the directors do whatever they wanted and it wasn't cohesive, you know? So uh, my belief, my hope is that James Gunn can toe the line between those two different strongly, unfortunately often diametrically opposed um, inclinations and maybe bring something together where you still have creators getting to see their vision through, but at the same time, still doing something cohesive.
1: Will this first act be to release the the Batgirl movie?
0: That's a really interesting question. Um, Wait,
1: really? I think for tax purposes, you can't release that bad girl movie, even with James Gunn at the helm of DC. Maybe. Oh, well, it would be, listen, it would go a long ways to like... You know,
0: listen, I, you, you know, I hear all kinds of things.
1: Okay, Ian. You know? That's why we have
0: you on here. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. I've heard... I, I heard a rumor somewhere. I honestly
1: didn't think it was a possibility.
0: I heard a rumor somewhere that maybe that write off didn't kind of go through at the same level that it it might have. And maybe there's a world in which it gets released now.
1: Oh, we're all. Take it
0: with a grain of salt. You know? Um, Geekscape
1: us, we would look forward to it and we would talk about it right here on this podcast. So you need to subscribe. Yeah. Um, But I I, I don't
0: know if that's true. I mean, here's the thing I don't know if it makes sense to release that movie because they're doing so many things differently. But, yeah, it depends on what Gunn's perspective is on that, you know? Um, You know, I think they were leaning in on Keaton. I think that they decided to go the other way and and go back to Affleck, which so much of that is dependent on Affleck. It's not up to Gunn if Affleck wants to do the movies or not, you know? So He's in Aquaman 2, so there's that. Now, Um, supposedly, I mean, there's different ways of looking at it. Originally, they shot Keaton scenes for Aquaman 2 because Aquaman 2 was going to be after... The Flash movie that was filmed to establish Keaton, you know, as basically uh, initially it was going to be Affleck would be out in Flash 2 and Keaton would take over and then he would have been in in Aquaman 2 as well as Batgirl. So and again, here are different things, all that. But my understanding is when they flipped the release dates, it necessitated it not being Keaton because that would make no sense right now. So Mm. that had to be Affleck. So what does that mean for the Flash movie? Well, we're not sure. (laughs) You know, but maybe it's still Affleck afterwards if Affleck wants to keep doing it.
1: All right, Geeks Gavis. We just gave you a whole lot to chew on there in the last 15 minutes of this breakdown. Uh, I look forward to it. And uh, you should be looking forward to this. Ian and I are going to sit down and watch some Wakanda Forever in about two weeks. And just on the heels of that, you're going to get your uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever geek Skate special with Ian Is the I think it's you... forever or <laughs> it's it's Duck forever like this or it's Diamond Dallas Page from the wrestling thing all right uh geeks gave us you know where to find us we got the podcast we got the podcast network we got the social medias just search at geekscape uh, share it with your friends that really helps and of course leave a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode just go to whatever podcast you're using and say hey i loved it ian has a lot of knowledge when it comes to all these comic books it blew my mind when he was going off about the golden age and the silver age and the jsa and all that stuff because dude you were dropping some knowledge that I even didn't know. Uh, and I know quite a bit, man. I do love my funny books. Um, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Sure. This was great. Uh, and I got tickets for that Wakanda forever. All I'm right. excited for it. Okay. Um, and obviously Geekscape will be back very soon on this feed with a brand new Geekscape episode. So again, subscribed. I'm not going to push too much. Uh, you know where to find us. Geekscape forever. For Ian Kerner, over and out.
0: Bye.